Welcome to the unique Far Out Hour from the main academy of modern music in Portland with your hosts, Austin, Abbott, and Paulina. We are a group of local musicians that have a range of intellectual uniqueness who are all part of a program called Composition Studio, a leadership program of Creative Trails. This is our first podcast episode. Each episode will have a handful of interviews and original music by Featured Musicians of the Month, and by each of the interviewees. I mean, who doesn't want that, really? You will hear an interview today by the Clearwater Benders, who are this month's Featured Musicians. Hope you enjoy the show! Now a little bit about your hosts. My name is Andantino Da Capo. I live in South Portland. I am a local Portland musician who likes all sorts of music because in order to appreciate music, you have to be well-rounded. I especially enjoy a cappella music. I love to sing and play piano. I am really inspired by a young piano prodigy, Ethan Bortnick, who has a younger brother, Nathan, that was born without half his heart. Ethan's song, Anything is Possible, which he wrote for his brother, inspired me to learn how to play and sing the song. One of my musical dreams is to actually meet and perform with Ethan and meet his brother too. Hey, my name is Big A. I come from Old Orchard Beach, where the sun and stars shine brighter on the beach. I love all types of rock music. I live and breathe rock and metal. Music has helped me through a lot of tough times, both sad and happy. I base most of my past memories off of music. I'm an experienced musician, and I love playing the drums and having fun. Shaken. My name is Paulina, aka Cosplay Diva. I live in Portland, Maine. I'm a singer, songwriter, belly dancer, cosplayer, and a martial artist in Taekwondo. I believe you can put your mind to anything if you have perseverance and respect for yourself and others. Music is something that has helped me become a better, more confident person. To me, there is no can't. 
You can do anything. Don't let people tell you otherwise. Cosplay Diva out. This week, we sat down with the Clearwater veterans and interviewed them about the band and music in general. Also, there were a handful of random funny questions thrown in, too. We now present the interview. Start saying that people leave. <laughs> well, hi, guys. We're the Unique Far Out Hour. We're here with... The Clearwater Benders. Yeah. Hell yeah. 302. Woo. You got So Thank you guys for coming out. Thanks for having us. Look forward to interrogating you with questions. (laughs) Not really. They're actually all just fun and fun. Sweet. What better way to spend a rainy day like this? Yeah. But I miss (laughs) snow. So who wants to go first? Uh, Anyone? Might as well kick it off. How did you Speak come up with the name? Speak now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> how, did you, how did you come up with the name? Yeah. Uh, basically, it's uh, where we're from, where we work, where we hang. Yeah, where we live. Yeah, the secret's out where all these guys live is called Clearwater Bend. Um, I actually knew that. <clears> I think someone knew that. So uh, I wish there was a better story, but basically uh, yes. your old roommate, right? Yes. Um, if I remember... Back eight years ago, we started this new, new place to to live. So how 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 we all evolved this original OGs. Exactly, the core group of the guys in the band have yeah. been there for what going on eight, eight nine years. years. Yeah, we had no idea it was gonna be as big as it was. <laughs> we had no idea there was much talent either. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. But basically, uh, Joel's old roommate, I remember our drummer Jerry brought over his kit one time and I think he just said it jokingly, hey, we should start a band called the Clearwater Benders. And then that was pre-2011. Um, yeah. And then later on, it just so happened that the band came to be and naturally it was the Clearwater Benders. Um, there was a little bit of controversy. Like we made a t-shirt with the 302 logo on yeah. because uh, Geographically, we're on Route 302. I think. Yeah, I know. I know you can't see this on radio, but <laughs> there it is. That's my second. first one. Oh God, put it away. Our first T-shirt design was um, just the 302 logo with the drumstick and a guitar neck, kind of mimicking like the skull mm. and crossbones. Yeah. yeah. So a uh, white T-shirt, basically. Mm. Exactly, but um. So I think a couple of times we played at Strive and we got announced as the 302 Benders. Yeah. But we've always been the Clearwater Benders. But uh, or just the Benders. The Benders, yeah. Yeah, call us anything you want. Just don't <coughs> call us late for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, what do you enjoy about performing in the community? You guys can all take turns. Yeah. Sharing. Try and think. Try and think here. Um. I just love the interaction, the give and go. It's the, yeah. the feeling you get when you're performing in front of everybody. It's a, Same here. It's electric. That's it's crazy. You see thing I love to entertain um, people. My life growing up in Cape Elizabeth, that's how I got involved with the band. Anyway. Yeah, I just like, you know, feeling like a rock star, feeling like a big shot. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. It's, it really is. After all these years, yeah. Tim? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I always like uh, the response that we get from the crowd. I think 
when people hear about us and come to see us, they expect a certain thing, and I think they usually leave surprised. The biggest compliment I get is, I want to book your band at my favorite local bar on a Friday night, you know mm. what I mean? Um, <laughs> or saying that we're as good as any bar band or whatever. Um, it's a hell of a compliment. So, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we love performing and putting on a show. Yeah, but I, I gotta speak, because uh, since I, I'm a rock star and moving on to a uh, superstar. Exactly. Um, and I think uh, the performance is just as important as the music to us. We try to put on a show, pump up the crowd, yeah. jump around. Especially this guy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I am the man. You we, are. You are the hype master. When Joel, it comes Joel is to, the hype master. He's I'm our glad. meal ticket. Yeah. I'm tell the you hype right master now. when it comes <laughs> to the crowd. Spade. I'm glad you said that. He I is noticed our, that a lot. He, he is our he hype man. He does pump it up a bit. He is the hype man. It's hard to keep him on the stage. <laughs> I just love it when he goes off and yeah, the crowd goes. Yeah, <laughs> the crowd goes wild. Yeah. It's the money maker right there. <laughs> you say get paid. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> I'll take the. I'll take getting paid in gum for now. <laughs> what, are you, what are you charging? Hey, don't know yet. Five cents. <laughs> We've sang for our dinner before a few times. Yeah. 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 <laughs> No, Clearwater no, Benders will play for a hot dog and a handshake. Yes, sir. Hot dog and handshake. I should have done this first, but I guess we can. We we should have. Can you guys just like introduce yeah. yourselves? Like, say your names and yeah. I'm, uh, your role in the band, maybe. I'm Mario the Duck de Pietro Antonio, and I play uh, rhythm guitar. I am pretty much going to do everything in the band. I am Joel, I Spanger. I'm Tim, I play bass and I sing. Timmy! And you can't teach that. <laughs> Timmy, respect my authority. <laughs> I am also, a Sylvia G. Exactly, are you also Kid Wicked? Yes, and that is my Wicked. alias. That's awesome. And I'm Craig G, uh, lead guitar. Sweet. Got a killer, the sound. You, got a killer, you play killer guitar, I tell you. Oh, and, you. I, and I do sometimes do the oohs and ahs in the background. <laughs> the secret is he was uh, he was learning how to play a guitar before he was chasing girls, so oh, that's really? usually the that's secret. Yeah. Greg G was playing the guitar in the womb. <laughs> okay, my, my, that's okay, my boyfriend plays guitar and sings. So. Oh, very cool. Very cool. No, it's funny with, with Tim, he's probably heard this story a million times, but people ask me all the time, how do I get started playing? You, can, you know, and I said, you got to start before you get the driver's license, because once you get the driver's license, you get the girlfriend, and then it's over from That's there. True. You, got, you got no yeah. time to spend time with the, with the instrument. But, uh, <laughs> but I digress. I can guess I'll do one more question before I pass it on to someone else. What musician or musicians inspire you all? Uh, for me, believe it or not, it was country. I, I grew country up with music. I, yeah, believe it or not. I do like some countries. So I, cool. I, I love metal, but uh, I was born and raised on country on the radio. Uh, all the Outlaws, John Cash, Wyatt. Yep, that's awesome. Waylon Jennings, you know, all those guys I used to listen to. Will you, Joel? For me, I like I like most of the things I like uh, music. <clears throat> my my main mission is it's in with with um with always it was like late fifties to uh, to on to on that to on that to now. Uh, I I'm a huge Maynard James Keenan fan. He's the front man of uh, Tool, Park <coughs> Circle, Pucifer, as well as like his names across other um, 
forms of media, but I was also, I was a huge new metal kid back in the late 90s. I liked all the Korn, Slipknot, Deftones, bands like that. And then, uh, you know, I, I like a little bit of, like, hardcore rap, like the Method Man, DMX, stuff like that. That's awesome. And I even like, uh, you know, the <coughs> early 90s R&B, like, uh, Belle Biv DeVoe, New this Edition, stuff like that. This is how we do <laughs> yeah. yeah, what was that? Montel Jordan, that's yeah. the other guy. <laughs> But if you ever yeah. get a chance to see Tim do this at karaoke, he's going to melt your brain. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he would. One time thing, but yeah. yeah but, awesome. So my, my musical ex- influences are kind of all over the place, but I'll take it over to Craig. Yeah, that's why I love this question, because it just shows we've got country, we've got oldies, we got new metal. Rap, um, hip-hop, Or each of music. Exactly. I'm a huge hard rock, heavy metal guy, believe it or not. I'm sitting here with no hair, but when I was younger, I had hair, long hair. For yeah, a long when, time. We, when we first and his mom threatened to kick him out of his home if he didn't cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Uh, the truth is, I couldn't get That's a job washing. Funny. That was kind of a Beastie Boys reference. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, believe it or not, back in the day, I couldn't get a job washing dishes because I had long hair. But that's a, but that's another story. But anyway, the hair fell out. But um, uh, so anyway, hard rock and heavy metal. My guy is Tony Iommi. He's, that's awesome. He's the uh, yeah, yeah, the godfather of heavy riffs. I love the riffs. Um, back in the '90s, I saw the Ramones and White Zombie on the same bill. <laughs> and uh, I mean, we do a show. It's kind of an homage to Blitzkrieg Bop from the Ramones, the Hey Ho, Let's Go. So that was incredible. Turn pop. Exactly. That was incredibly impactful. Also, uh, White Zombie used to have a guitar player named Jay, and it changed my life. The guy, he just ran from one end of the stage to the other the whole time performing, and I was like, wow, that's what I want to do. And that kind of inspires me to what we do on stage. Yeah, when the Benders first started, um, <coughs> they went walking at the Cleo Benders, he used to have no no hair before he shaved his head. I remember those days. <laughs> yeah, it all fell out. Once upon a time. I do want to give a shout out to local music. I think the Portland scene is awesome, and specifically, uh, there's a band called Covered in Bees. And many years ago, I was into writing like uh, progressive technical music, and I saw the Bees and saw how much fun it was and how much the fans appreciated it and responded. And when we started this band, I was like, we need to be like the Bees, but for for this population. Yeah. And uh, so check them out, Covered in Bees, they're amazing. They are, I've seen them a million times, they mm-hmm. never. And the uh, the drummer, Tristan, he actually owns uh, Coast City Comics. Yes, oh, yes. that's right. Oh yeah, I've been in there, I know who he is. Shout out to Tristan and Coast cool City. Cool dude. Support yeah. that I, store, I've go been there like yeah. a couple times, but not by March. I used to practically live there Friday evenings. <laughs> yeah, pinball mania. Yeah. Anyone else want to take a shot? I got it. Austin? How do you come up with your own music and lyrics? Try to keep it simple. As much as we can. Sometimes less is more. I sometimes play around with my instrument and uh, I try to think of like topics that I uh, that I want to like uh, explore and and then think of like you know what kind of style I want it in like uh, how would like this band do it or this band uh, that I like do it and then I you know start writing lyrics and. Try to write riffs uh, without uh, accidentally committing plagiarism, which uh, I kind of did with one of my songs, uh, Mushroom Samba, the bridge. I accidentally stole that from a Deftones song. Uh, I think it was Korea was the song. And I was listening to that one day. I'm like, oh, crap, I need to change the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I remember playing that. It was actually pretty technical. Yeah. <laughs> that was all yeah. 
basically, yeah. basically, most a lot of songs is a mixture of like, like, um, like our, our own songs with our own lyrics. So we do cover songs with our, mm-hmm. our favorite bands and music that we influence over our lifetime. As far as the vendors, we like to write about food, not being a bully. Mm-hmm. And rocking. Probably next time we'll be talking about you guys just the don't be a bully. That's a good yeah. song. Yeah. I love that Thank song because I'm all anti bullying. Exactly. Totally. Yeah, totally. maybe someday we could send that out to um, WWE. Yeah, we actually got the idea from uh, WWE. They have the this whole uh, Via Star campaign. There's they have like the the That's wrestlers cool. come come up like with like one at a time. It's like it's like don't be a bully, be a star. So that's that kind of so where. That is so true. I that I agree. And we always need more cowbell doing that song. <laughs> exactly the cowbell or uh, or orchestra stabs. As, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Our doing Kiri does get that cowbell for us. Yeah, everyone needs more cowbell. <laughs> orchestra <laughs> stabs, electrical electric violins. Those are like the main three. <laughs> so money uh, makers. Prior to our interview, I sent over a live track of Bully, so hopefully you guys can play that on that show. And yeah, oh, yes, that would be so awesome. That's um, an awesome song. I think we were at the uh, Elks when we were playing that one, right? Yeah, that's live from the Elks in Saco, Maine. Yeah. Um, no so deers were harmed. Mm-hmm. No, no. Thank God. <laughs> another, another tidbit about um, Bully. Uh, there's an awesome music shop in town, Buck Dancer's Choice. I want you guys to all check it out. It's the coolest. Yeah, that's near my house. I've been there. The coolest and the best guitar shop in town. So they have a great sale every August. I went in there, total impulse buy, bought a Telecaster, and the first song to come out of that guitar was Bully, actually. Yeah. Wow. Is that yeah, a I've been, guitar? Yeah. 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 I bought I've that. been to both the one by the mall and one by... I'm kind of close to my, my job. And Buck Dance is the only place I buy my strings. Absolutely. <laughs> They're very easy to deal with. We buy a lot of our equipment there. No hassle. Super helpful. Give us a deal. Buck Dancers, check them out. Support your local. Exactly. There it is. Always. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Abbott, you should have a shot. I haven't done much talking. Okay. Um, how did you feel the first time you performed live? I've performed live before the vendors, so it really wasn't, a, you know, too many gym jams going on. But uh, it was a it was a different vibe because I've been with other guys that where we've uh, performed, and it was a big uh, big mess because everyone wanted creative control, and it, it's just like it was it's really actually laid back and refreshing to play with these guys because it's it's not so stressful, you know, and just we have fun, and that's what it's all about, you know. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you remember what? Remember the first time we played? Oh, uh, first time I ever played was um, back in in like within probably our that, second. Uh, sprouts. Yes, local sprouts. Uh, that's our first gig. I think it was the second year that we born and lived. Was that the first time you ever performed? Yeah. Really? That was the first time I ever performed, too. It was, yeah, I was feeling very, uh, very mix of emotions. Uh, nervous. Uh, scared, ner- nervous, excited, a uh, little bit of both, nerve-sighted. Um, and I remember uh, jokingly, it's like, it's like uh, if anybody doesn't like us, you can go check out Bone Thugs and Harmony. They're playing across <laughs> the street at the State Theater. <laughs> so, yeah, the... The first gig was local sprouts, and I believe it was delayed because we had an ice storm. Yep. Um, yes, oh, yeah, well, I remember it. Right. So, which I think it was like in April, so it got pushed off to May or June when we finally played at local sprouts. And then we've also had to cancel a gig in October. That just that tells you anything about the main weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah. 
the local Sprouts gig it definitely was nerve-wracking. Didn't know what to expect. We'd never performed live. Also, local Sprouts was mainly doing acoustic music, so we showed up full yeah. rock, electric guitars. So we were afraid we were going to get shut down, but it was <laughs> awesome. We had some different members back then. I don't know if yeah. you remember, but we ended the show with We're Not Gonna Take It, the Twisted Sister song. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good song. Yeah, but, yeah, Cream. Um, was it was maybe we don't see he bought the other. Not to be confused with the band Creed. <laughs> yeah. I hear I hear uh Creed who you're talking about, he's even got a uh, a new song coming out called Can You Take Me to Program? It goes like Can you take me to program? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's honest. That's hilarious. <laughs> She totally sing that song in that voice. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, He's working on a new one called, uh, oh, I forget the title. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite parts of a Bender show is Tim always does a monologue. It's uncensored. It's never the same. You never know what he's going to say. We should be with me. It's usually awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I should tell uh, I should tell Johnny on Bosch's uh, quarter story sometime. That if you don't know who he is, he's a voice actor and he used to be a Power Ranger. I've but heard like, of him. I've yeah, he was at Anime too. Boston. He's I gonna heard be the story too. yeah, yeah. He's gonna be at uh, Bangor Comic Con. But yeah, anyways, he's like one of my biggest heroes. I get who, who, who did he play? Ichigo in uh, Bleach, oh, and he was Bash Stampede yes. Trigun, and he was also the second Black Ranger. But. Oh, he was. Okay, now yeah. I get it. He was Adam. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> How do you want to portray yourselves as musicians? Well, that's deep. <laughs> oh boy. You know what? I never really thought about it. Uh, so our band is composes of uh, all different kinds of people. Um, so one thing is, uh, I don't want anybody to have to guess who's who in the band. I just want them to see us as musicians, as talented, and uh, um, show what we can do. And I think, and like I said uh, earlier, the biggest compliment is that you guys are amazing. We, we would listen to you mm. on the weekend at a bar or whatever. So that's what we, we just want to be seen as serious musicians. Yeah. We're treated equally even though you have a disability, which is what our podcast is about. Amen. Couldn't have said it better. Yep. I want people to take the music seriously, but not us seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. yeah. For me, it's just, it's just um, we've been doing this for um, um, pretty long, a long, a long time, and we want to keep on, keep on going till, till we can, um, till we can go any longer. Maybe we'll keep doing it till we have like walkers and wheelchairs and go. <laughs> We already have a few wheelchairs. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, like, it's like we have to we have to make this show real quick. We got to be back at the home within the hour. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So who who are we missing today? That, that's normal. Oh yeah, big shout out to I the ones who can make it. Molly and Laura. Yeah, Molly, Terry, Jerry, Gigi, Justin, Justin. Yeah, there's not only, the, only not, just like Slipknot. Yeah, only our old names like like they Creed or. Oh, Ryan or whatever. Yeah, we've had a few revolving members. People come and go. Uh, Sean's another one. Yeah. Um, well, Sean's a fill one. He comes in right. once in a while if he's um, around. So, uh, I guess I'll tell the story now, but this is actually the core group. The band actually started because uh, it was Christmas time. I was the new manager to the program. <clears throat> we were asked to, uh, to do a holiday party. And, you know, I was like, I don't want to do the Secret Santa and the potluck. That's been done. Let's do something different. Joel had, was actually in a band uh, with Momentum. 
Mm. And yes, so, and then we had another guy named Jerry who works at another program that plays drums. Tim used to play bass, so we borrowed some gear, brought over the drums, learned three songs. Actually, we didn't even learn three songs, and we performed at this holiday party for the families. And it was just Mario. It Joel. just clicked. Yeah, yeah like, and, uh, well, in fact, it's on YouTube, and uh, so everyone there was like, "What is this?" And it was no rehearsal, literally. Yep. Um, you're flying blind. So immediately it clicked, and then we were given the green light to uh, carry on to do it. Like so, we started. Every- Wait, what song? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, it started out. Everyone picked two cover songs, and we learned cover songs. And then over time, we started writing our own stuff. Yeah, and as moving forward, it was in, in other new songs, from cover songs we can write. Um, um a, a list of how many songs we, we think we can do down uh, on the road. Oh, you got a whole list of songs written down. These are more to come from the Benders. <laughs> He's the primary songwriter, Maestro Joel. <laughs> what agency is the band running through? Uh, Casa. Yep. I knew that. Ah, Casa, Su Casa. Su Casa, Casa This is kind of like two questions combined in one, but how has music impacted or improved your life, and how do you use music in your life? Oh man, she's good, uh, good one. Two questions in one. Music hit for me. Um, it's brought me back to a different time in my life. It always reminds me. It's got me through some really hard times. Um, whenever times I'm, I'm having a hard time, I always resort resort to music. Same so, here. I mean, I'll put something Sorry. on and make me feel a totally different attitude than I was before. You know, and uh, yeah, uh, I've always said that music saves, music heals. Yeah. Um, well, it's a, a, a process of doing that. Yeah, I use it as like a creative outlet for like um, if I have like ideas. I'll, that's sort of a way to, for me to get my ideas down. And uh, it, you know, being in this band has also helped me, you know, come out of my shell. Um, a, lo- a lot less, uh, less, le- less shy about like my condition than I used to be. Like I'm now like. Af- after all this time, I'm more very like open. It's like you know what I've got nothing nothing to be ashamed of about like you know my condition and stuff. It's like you know people still accept me for who I am. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's it's all been positive. Music's my only hobby. I don't I don't hunt. I don't ski. I don't do any of this other main stuff. I just play guitar, and so I love writing my own stuff. I love playing with these guys. Um, I pretty much self-taught. Um, my dad did show me a lot of stuff down the way, so it's kind of like carrying on the family tradition. Yes, simply read with me. I, I love music my whole life growing up. I, I was um, doing, I was practicing a lot of singing through um, a lot of schooling in Cape, all the way through. Um, I can see among my church and a lot of choir in my church. I've been allowed to, to sing my, my, my whole life. We were all bards in a different life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, was, I think I was more of a warrior mage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting all geeky on you. D&D war, D war, style. A warrior <laughs> mage. I, 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 the uh, Nord High Elves in Skyrim. I don't know yeah. if you ever played that game or not. I used to be an adventurer, but then I took a puck to the knee. <laughs> Arrow, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Time for the fun part of the hour. It's the random, random funny interview questions. Drum roll. Oh, I like this. All right. I, I don't think we asked them wh- why they were musicians. I think they did. Yes. 
Yeah. Was yeah, we told you what was like our influences, but yeah. like, we did. Why did we become musicians? I yeah, in the first place. I ain't gonna lie, it was to get the chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly it's me. Well, then you. <laughs> uh, it was because uh, one of my uh, one of my friends had the idea to start a band, and it's like you should be the bass player. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's like yeah, and then like years, it's like I want to learn how to play bass. I want to be the bass player. So sort of like. Uh, Sort of like the wine to be something, because just for the sake of assignment. So, nice. so yeah. Why did you become a musician, Joel? I, I've been seeing my, my life going up in Cape. I've been doing doing um I um do, doing through Cape through 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 um till till now. Just I've uh, seen just try to evolve myself and um seen a lot more better than I become now. For me, it's 100% my dad's record collection. Um, when I was a teenager, I thought I liked rap because that's what was on TV. <laughs> so I went and got his records and started scratching them thinking I was going to be a DJ and then stopped scratching them and started listening to them and it was these incredible albums like The Doors and Steppenwolf and The yeah. Beatles' White yeah. Album. And I heard Helter Skelter and the first Doors album and then boom, it just opened up my mind to classic rock and the next natural thing was to start playing guitar and it's all downhill from there. <laughs> So listen to those records, don't scratch them. Mm -hmm. So so Tim, what what did you mean by um, you're more you you're more open about your condition? Um I used to think like people uh, you know, like wouldn't accept me because, you know, uh, you know, he has uh, you know, he has like Asperger's and stuff. So and uh, and uh, and since I've been in the band, I've sort of been more open about it and uh, I think uh, I think you know by coming out of my shell, I, I think I've uh, you know been able to branch out into the community more. So it's really had a positive so you're more effect. So introvert, extroverted, be and pretty you're much, more introverted yeah. Before I noticed yeah. that about you. Yeah, I, st I still am, but you know it's <laughs> I I try more to be <laughs> more social and stuff. So yeah. And that's pretty much why we got the green light to do this band was to give them those opportunities yeah. and put them in the limelight. And but I can tell you, I get nervous every time we play. If these guys are nervous, I couldn't tell because no one has ever choked on stage. We've never had any major catastrophes yeah, we, stage fright. We, we were in the beginning over the years. After that, we were we got used to our uh, preparing band we were born all of stuff. Then now we no no not. As nervous where we were, where we were back in the day. I've always said if you screw up on stage, you act like you, may, you meant to do that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Do, yeah. do, do you guys have any like funny like blooper stories? Oh, just like I, you'd call it like a Spinal Tap moment. Let me, <laughs> you know, what um, we forgot for a second. First shout out, Gigi. I think someone mentioned a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. Cool. Sorry. Epic shredding of Gigi. Um, so. <laughs> The best part about this band is that it's it's the same dynamic in every band, and and, and please nobody take this take this the wrong way, but the drummer never <laughs> you know, the drummer never knows what song he's playing, or you know, like even if you tell him the title, I have to hum a few bars to him. We still love you, Jerry. The drummer is deaf. Like even when I'm talking through the PA, he still can't hear me. Um, he is, you know, we've been at the gig. He's mowing his lawn, forgot we're even playing. Um, we'll go grab a slice of pizza. We're oh, already getting fed. Yes. 
that was but, funny. That was a good one. Oh yeah, good call. So I guess all our um, yeah, we have we have some some um funny moments all, all from the the beginning of the years to now. But we try to be be funny as as we as we can. Never a dull moment with us. But I mean, it's it's the same dynamic. I mean, the, it's you know the drummer is always late or forgets that there's a practice or a gig, and and you know the singer always wants all the spotlight, and the guitar player is always too loud. I mean, this band is it fits the it fits the mold of any other. Yeah. Or you have to wake up wake up the bass player when he's taking a nap, and he has to go <laughs> yeah. right to the while yeah. he's all groggy. Your hair was all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> and one time we did um um out of place one time while our gigs by our place. Oh yeah, the flea market. Oh yeah, we got kicked oh, out of there. They we were too loud. Yeah. <laughs> so and we've been offered some unique opportunities. One time we were asked to play a flea market, which we were totally stoked to do. And yeah. then we were asked to not continue because we were too loud and they couldn't sell their whatever. They if were it's selling. too loud, you're too old. I still <laughs> like you guys from Electric Buddhas, though. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Before we played that, like yeah, we we were um, you're thinking to acoustic. But we decided to go what we have been doing. Like, like but I was actually kind of happy we got kicked out of there because we have a cool rock story now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My With those two guitars. My favorite part is that some members were upset they didn't get to do their signature song, but then Tim thought it was so punk rock that we were too metal for the flea market. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, we have those. And then, oh, then there's the other thing, you know, people will book a nine-person band and expect us to set up in the tiny corner and be <laughs> quiet. Yeah, and it's right. like... Um, yeah, sometimes it's really hard to do with a nine-person band. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I usually get crammed between like walkers and, and a wheelchair. And electric so. guitars, those can be pretty loud. Electric guitars. Well, and Joel oh, mentioned okay. we've tried to do the acoustic thing, and, and it's fun. But we're a loud electric yeah. rock band. Yeah. That's just what we are. With you know, well, and that's what we do. Exactly. Yeah. Another time we'll be playing at another function and it's not roped off at that time and everyone gets involved in the band. Oh yeah, time. like yeah. someone gets in my face or whatever. It's like oh, I'm trying to play here. Thanks. Yeah, simply with me because we had like a couple of mamas is a, a crazy fan on to, to get to us. And like one time, yeah, we don't want to have a uh, a John Lennon Dimebag Daryl moment. So oh 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 like one time like they like, we were having that summer. I did my, my, my piece of my, my harmonica um, solo. I put it down and I didn't realize a fan was using it. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've had a few stage crashers. And of course, well, and that's part of being a band or a cover band. Even if you're playing originals, people want to hear their favorite song. Like, yeah. you know, we don't do Freebird. Sorry, we're not going to do it. We're not doing Mustang Sally. Sometimes <laughs> we, we want to make ball as we can. We want to make it as good as those songs. Oh, so it's okay, but we're not going to do um, a long, long song, like, like people have a bird over it's Hey Dude or whatever. Although there's been a handful of times where we have, we have broke out into just songs we don't even normally do at practice, but that's kind of, that's pretty fun too. Yeah, here's <laughs> it so, is. So once again, we'll bring up Jerry again. He was forever telling me, he's like, hey, people mm. want to dance. We need to learn some disco. Me being the hard rock guy, I was like, we're not doing disco, no way. But so then, we did, so then, then later on. So we got asked to play a birthday party, and the girl we were playing for her favorite song was Shake Your Booty. But you can see that sounds like a band. So we, a good song. So we learned it just for her party and we had so much fun playing There's it. so much response for it. And yeah. Then, and then the crowd, Jerry was right. They hey, loved Jerry, it. I'm saying it here on the podcast, Jerry, you were right. You're the man. <laughs> so, um, for once, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then when the song um, first started, then I made a new movie called um, uh, Booty Poppin'. <laughs> 
Or in other words, twerking? Yeah, yeah his version of twerk, the man twerk. <laughs> this is off topic, but I just have a question. It's not on here, but do you guys do any type of like vocal conditioning before shows? I know some singers like do total vocal rest until they have to perform. Do you guys oh, do like, any of that stuff? Yeah, yeah I think we had, um, if, if we have like a band we hear, we hear, we hear so at the office at Clearwater Band before we do our gigs. The only thing I do before a show is, believe it or not, I'll write down my cheat sheet and I'll put it near my foot because I can't keep in my memory <laughs> all the different idea. chords That's I need. That's a good idea. I don't when know how remember. Resort to the G chord. I'll, exactly. I'm the lord of the G chord. But I'll look down in case, I'll know the next song coming up and I'll check out the chords and it's in my brain. But I can't retain all those chords like you can, Craig. I mean, just, it's just, yep. you just have all these chords in your head just ram them out like that. That's a great question to know I don't and I'm not a singer, but all of us kind of take our for us, for those singers, yeah. which all of us in this room are, most of us, but, sometimes uh, do. Well, if you're a professional singer, if you have multiple shows, I've heard a lot mm -hmm. of artists do like vocal rests and don't do any speaking until they perform because they perform so much. Right. So I tell you, I totally should because it happens every time. We there's a signature song. Molly does Bon Jovi, and I always blow my voice trying to hit that hot high note. Just to like, keep that in mind in the future. I mean, it might help you guys out. Yeah, some Kai tea and some honey. Yeah, exactly. I do do stretches because it's it's you know what we do is physical. That's yeah. a good one. Um, yeah, yeah, you can. You can. Warm-ups is a good thing to do too before a gig. La 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 la. Me 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 me. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> no, it's usually eat a piece of pizza real quick. And yeah. Yeah. Burp yes. and then go perform. Just jump right on stage. <laughs> or maybe forward. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now it's time for the funny random question. All right. Yeah. A question from the basket and ask you guys, which is right there. I thought those were fortune cookies. <laughs> yeah, I did too. It's like <laughs> I will start off and one of those American is, Chinese. Says, if you could have a wrestling match, whom would you wrestle? Oh, yes. Uh, so I, all right, before so we each of you, each before, of you answer. Before we answer this, every single one of us are huge wrestling fans. So yes, huge. Yes. Oh my god. Yes, so am I, and so is Austin. So go I, ahead. I would yes. I would wrestle the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Woo! Oh, oh yeah, for me, that's um part of last couple of years, three years ago, I was um, Nikki Bella. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you wrestle. Uh, nope. Yeah, I was gonna say we probably can't pick any of the divas. Oh. Yes, they are hot. I give you that much. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Well, what I, I was trying to say is, three years I've been trying to um get hooked up with WWE, like get out from done around it, and it's, it might be, it'd be cool for one thing, if, if I get lucky enough, maybe I might have a shot down the road, moving forward. For me, I'd like to face John Cena. Nice. John Cena! You can't see me. Da, 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 da. Three moves of death. <laughs> the five moves of doom. Five moves of doom. Uh, well, since, uh, since I was a young kid, uh, He's pretty much the reason I got into wrestling, but like yeah. ever since I was a kid, I pretty much like man crushed The Undertaker. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. even though he would he, he would, would like, off, even though he would probably kill me, even at his age, like I I just it would be like so cool just to get like choke slammed. He made it official today, you know. 
Yeah, oh really? He made it official. He retired. Yeah, I, I, I figured. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so if, depending but, yeah. on when this podcast got out, this was just WrestleMania, so this past weekend. Yeah. So, uh, so is the, you'd wrestle Taker? Yep. So, um, so actually, because we love wrestling so much, um, we actually go every time they come to Maine. We've seen them in Portland, Augusta, and Thanks, to Joel, get, yeah, uh, thanks to Joel, we get thanks to Joel, we get hooked up with uh, some free tickets because yeah. uh, we yeah. made a video. Because Check it out on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. if you see on YouTube and our, our Facebook too as yeah. well, and also like like maybe before, like, if you see any on any shows, it's a house show or house show. We're still trying to get backstage. Yeah. So. Um, Clearwaterbenders.com, that's our website, facebook.com slash clearwaterbenders. Cool. Um, YouTube. You can see Joel's video about wrestling. You can see pictures and videos about Yeah, yeah, make sure if we do, we do, you can, you can send a link to, link to us and see if there's a hype for WWE taking notice and they will do a sort of video yeah. and, and hope for the best I can make it in. Right. Did you? We got a YouTube channel and then, um, so who I would wrestle is in Augusta. Um, we were front row, and uh, Cesaro came out and saw me wearing his shirt with the sunglasses. Yeah. And awesome. he, looked, he looked just like him, too. Yeah, so uh, I would face Cesaro in a battle of the bald. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to drop you in. Um, Joe, did you make the wrestling movie? Did you film it at home? Actually, I did it with... I, I brought the idea to Craig. Pretty much. I should have been... I'm more, more huge of a fan of wrestling. I should have asked my parents to go on all episode of Raw 98 if I, if I was trained. I should have been, been, been in WWE like probably like oh nine. It's all right. I was I could have gone to WrestleMania 14 when I still lived in Massachusetts, but uh, really? I was take but I was like oh. I got sick of wrestling then, and then like a year later. I got back into it, and I'm like pretty much kicked myself ever since because yeah. that was the beginning of the Attitude Era. Yeah, yeah. So have you, seven. have you guys seen Joel's video? No, no. Um, must have checked it out. It so yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, so you filmed it. Yeah, we made it. Uh, I shot it on my iPhone. That was like awesome. two years ago. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. Since we launched it, it's on YouTube, it's on Facebook. It's got a I, lot of likes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, thousands if, if of people we, have seen that. Yeah, yeah. If, 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 if anybody reacts it, it might be closer to time if they do so on the, on the live shows. You see, hope the best we can make it in. We even made the video for uh, GG2, who we mentioned earlier. He's not here, but... Um, uh, we uh, They're trying to get him to walk to his mailbox, because... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, and, but anyways, like... We made the video and um, or like a, a post or whatever, and uh, the response was so overwhelming that he just got like all these letters in, uh, <laughs> in his mailbox. He's just like so excited to walk to his mailbox, That's funny. and uh, which was normally a struggle, but now he's like, it's like, oh, I can't, I gotta go to my mailbox. <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah. <laughs> We have a bunch of videos very first started. Yeah, and a shout out to Bomb Diggity. They shot our music video for our theme song, We Are awesome. the Vendors. And uh, you get to see our stomping grounds. I've it's seen really that cool. one. That one's awesome. That was a good video. There's actually a, a funny story of uh, one of the crew there. Uh, we were filming. And, uh, oh. 
<laughs> he bumps uh, one of the one of the guys, Ryan. He bumps his head on the the, the playground. He just like starts swearing at it and stuff. But uh, I won't like I won't say what. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll keep it PG. But like, oh my god, that was the uh, the best. Part. Yeah, that was like the, the highlight of that whole the whole entire day. Let's give a shout out to Ryan. What do you say to him? Get out of my yard. Get out of my yard. Get out of my yard. Blade club for life, baby. <laughs> Everything's on easy. All <laughs> <laughs> right, Austin, you're up. All right. Here comes the question. What type of dragon would you be if Ooh. you had a choice? Ooh, I would be a fire-breathing heavy metal dragon. Yeah. yeah. Well, since he, uh, since he took my first choice of red dragon, fire dragon. I'd probably go with the blue dragon who breathes, who, the frost dragon that breathes ice. I'm a, I played, used to play D&D, so I'm quite the nerd. So uh, Do you like Yu-Gi-Oh at all? I played that uh, many moons ago for like about a year, but I had nobody to play with, wow. so I, yeah. I love Yu-Gi-Oh. Cool. I've been, I've seen my cards and I'm just, just work kind of the TV series on DVDs. I can do a perfect. My boyfriend is a huge Yu-Gi-Oh fan. Yeah. He's got so many cards. He plays a lot. Nice. I can do a perfect Kaiba from the Abridged series. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> Screw the rules. I have money. <laughs> so what kind of dragon do you do? For me, I never get hooked up with Dungeons and Dragons, so, so I'm just myself. I would be the hardest dragon to defeat in Skyrim, which is the legendary. Oh, hell yeah, man. Skyrim is awesome all the way. My boyfriend is on level 93 in Skyrim. Goodness. He plays it so much. This, I think he defeated the Ebony Warrior. No, that's hard. He did. He that's actually did. I did but that's not see, awesome. I did not see the dragon question coming. <laughs> that, was a, that was a swerve. That was a Russo. That was actually the first one I digged out. I was like, oh, this must be what they're going to ask us later, so I better put this back. <laughs> All right, Abbott, what's your random question? Okay, about? my random question is, what anime or fictional character would suit your personality? Ooh, I'm going to hand that over to Tim. That's his Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, do you want to go first, Joel? You can. Uh, all right, I'd either be, uh, it's it's a cross between uh, Davis Motomiya from Digimon, like, because I, I, I used to uh, identify with him so much. I used to wear, like, goggles over my head just like him. And uh, probably the other one would probably be uh, Vash the Stampede from Trigun, because I'm a huge Johnny on Bosch fan. Like, I pretty much idolize the guy, so. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, I like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! I, I like to personate um, on the Pokemon characters. I will be um, any characters of Pokemon or, <coughs> Yu or Yu-Gi-Oh! And I, uh, I think I would be... Uh... Pikachu! <laughs> I thought you were going to say Goku, but yeah. <laughs> Pikachu! Alright, mine is what... Who do you think would win between Superman versus the Hulk? Ooh. Oh, man. Oh. I don't know, and that could be a it's toss happened up. too. <laughs> I'd probably have to go with Superman just so he can he he can just like fly Hulk to like a whole nother planet where he just yeah. can't get back to Earth. But yeah. other than that, like uh, if that's not an option, then probably Hulk because the guy's virtually indestructible. Yeah, for me, so it could go either way. Yeah, for me, it's a toss up because Superman likes to on fire so they can distract Hulk to lose. So. I mean, it's a, a toss-up. Saitama would be 
all both of them hands down though. You know, you know who the one it? punch man for you know, those. You know who would win in that fight, really? Who? The fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Go ahead, Austin. If you were to be any type of food, what food would you be? Oh man, Chinese food. I love Chinese food. Say yeah. For me, it is good. Chinese for me, I love I love any kind of food, whatever it is, mostly any kind of pasta. Pasta! <laughs> no, I'd be, uh, I'd be a big old steaming pile of pizza. Ooh. Pizza pie. I'm from Arista County, I guess I'm a potato head. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we can call a board spud. <laughs> Dale Scallops. Spud Okay, let's see here. So, so what type of um, perfume frag? What would be in your perfume fragrance if you had one? Wow. Uh, oh, uh, that sounds, it sounds interesting. <laughs> does like and men's fragrances count? Like Old Max Spice? Spice? Yes, it yeah. does help. Okay. Help count. I would have Old Spice, which is like what I have now. <laughs> For me, if, if I have a cologne, it would be with um. Same PG thirteen rated can be anything to attract good looking ladies. There you go. Yeah, I'd probably have to go with Axe since the, uh, that's what uh, I don't know most of the uh, millennial generation chicks like. So they go crazy yeah. over a guy who wears Axe. Oh yeah, and it's like I love hugging guys that smell good. <laughs> Those commercials are full of malarkey. <laughs> I don't believe any of them. But, uh, yeah. It is true, though. That I is do. True. I don't know. My own personal musk and pheromones, baby. Oh, can't beat that. Manly, the oh. smell of battle. <laughs> smell of your, of your body. My own B.O. All right. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Uh, geez, uh, I'd probably have, like, Wolverine's regenerative, uh, regenerative powers. I'd love to have that. I'd never get a cold again. That'd be kind of cool. That would be awesome. Yeah. I would probably have to I would if I could if I had any, I would probably um telekinesis. I could read people's oh, minds and move one. things with my mind. Oh, oh. That would be Why awesome. Mine would be like, X-ray. X-ray vision. Yeah. That's a good one. For me it'd be my personal fear it could be pretty uh it's a gas. I'd probably go with uh, teleportations, just so I could go anywhere I want to do at any time. Ooh, that's a good one. That was, oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. I'm going to put a little twist on it. I'd be fast like the Flash, but on the guitar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't think make strings strong enough for that. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's like, it'd be like that scene in Interview with a Vampire, where it's just, it's like, playing so fast, he just breaks the instrument. Even the heaviest gauges would break. <laughs> cool. Austin? All right. What is your best comedy one-liner? Go. Go. Oh, uh, <laughs> you mind imitating it? Uh, best comedy one-liner. Oh God. Um. Oh. Hey, look out for number one, but make sure you don't stick at number two. <laughs> Ronnie Danger. <laughs> I'm probably gonna regret it, but it's that what she said. <laughs> what? Uh. It's like, how, how can you? Uh. No. Uh. Oh man, uh, Joel, once you, I, I gotta think about this one. For me, that's can be, be be a tough one. For me, I just I have so so many good puns. All the movies that I I, I watched, can I pick can I pick one? That's doable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's that's cool. Abbott, you got the second to last question. All right. What would your wrestling name be, and what would your signature move be? Oh man, uh, my wrestling name would is probably what the one he gave me, Diesel. And uh, <laughs> well, as far that's as my in, right? as far as my finisher, uh, I'd probably steal Ric Flair's and <laughs> go with the figure four. Guy's my legend. <laughs> yep. For me, mine's gonna be, um, I got two duos. It'd be, be Rascal Demon and Rascal Joel. I got my, my moves to be um, the Rascal Strats to. Um, Wasn't there one with gas, too? No. <laughs> you told me. Nope. You Variation of I'm the not. bonsai drop where it's just like, yeah. kind of like the whoopee cushion. <laughs> I could, but I, I could, but I, I'm not going to. It's to be. Be be the, the rascal strats can be the rascal bomb or something into with with with, with rascal in it. Rascal bomb? No. <laughs> the I just uh, said that. Okay. Uh, I would uh, I would be the the shadow dweller and I've I've made uh, a various like uh, fake names. I'd either be like Adam Davis or um, or Damian Crawford or something like that. But I would be like all like, I'd have like black eyeliner. I'd be like the part of like the occult or whatever. Like very, uh, huh. very gothic, very gloomy. And I'd have- Badass, man. Yeah. I'd, uh, I'd have some form of uh, <laughs> Jeff Hardy swanton bomb since like, I I pretty much uh, like, if I was ever a wrestler, he was like he would pretty much who I would emulate because you know he's like a very light guy, very high flying, which is kind of like, like what my style would that. be. But yeah, it's uh, nice. Uh, I'd be I'd what be the would, what would you be? I'd be the rock star, and my finish would be the Enzigerdi. Enzigerdi. Cool. Huh. Last. Actually, you lived that too. That's cool. <laughs> the last question of the day is: What is the best camping place that you have seen? Oh. That you've seen. Oh God, uh, I've been camping in a lot of different places, but uh, we talking princess camping or like <laughs> like just straight camping up? in general. Believe it or not, I've, I've been out under the stars and tents and stuff like that. But uh, I had a blast at KOA with these guys. You know, that was, yeah. that was a lot of fun for me. Yeah, believe it or not, I don't know <laughs> if you guys are familiar with that, but it's on Route One, and uh, yeah, yeah. In where on Ru Route One. Route one in Scarborough. Scarborough, yeah. Right next to the front of You get a pool and a fireplace. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> and jacuzzi. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Not too. And I don't know. For, for me, and I. For the kids. For me, I can be my whole life. Um, my first, my favorite place is at Scarborough Lake Place with my, my family. That's my first ever. I caught my first fish. A fish, you know, and. I went to um, our camping trip last year, two years ago. I get excited to go, so I bought to pack. But I had, I, I had, um, 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 close face on. I had a moment with another client with, with my program. Yeah, I think we all know what you're yeah. talking <laughs> I That was uh, me the previous year almost. <laughs> But uh, yeah, um, I, I probably I don't do much camping, so I'm gonna have to go with KOA. And um, uh, there was this one place I I went with like a summer camp. That was like you know it's like you know ghetto camping. So uh, that, <laughs> those are like the the only two places I know. So I'm gonna have to go with those. But yeah, I'm from Northern Maine, so it's got to be up there. There's two places in mind. One's Echo Lake. Uh, I just had much but every birthday growing up on that lake, and then. Also, Garland Meadow, uh, my dad used to play bluegrass, so we used to camp and sit around the fire and play music. 
My my all-time favorite KB spot for me is um, with um, Bomb Diggity. Um, or many years ago, when I was at the time I was doing um, Jerry Craig died, I went to um, um, the Great King in, in in Arizona for a week. I remember that. That was that was one of my point of Jerry Craig. I was starting in my second half of that. Right. I was that damn close to um to um to um to finish not 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 program I was like a side close to bring my goal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Montreal with uh, the Bomb Diggity crew this year. Oh yeah. Looking forward to that. I went to Quebec when I was fourteen at a blast, so That's awesome. Yeah. What is princess camping? Uh pretty much like uh you know people who don't like the outdoors and like prefer to be camper. pampered. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like to call it. I call it glamping. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta tell you, uh, from being up north, and it's getting worse, and they say this season's gonna be the worst, but the ticks, I don't know how you deal with it. Yeah. Ticks and black flies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for me. Mosquitoes, especially. For me, I do love Rachel my whole life on living here in the coast. It can be this with the Pomeranians. Hopefully. Hopefully, I guess I will, to my family, my parents, my Elena and those guys, is hopefully someday, um, is I don't want to ski anymore, I don't want to deal with hard moving forward, I don't know what, what I'm going to do with my life, basically. Well, I think that concludes all of our questions. Thank you guys for coming out. Thanks for having Thank us. Hell yeah. Hey, yeah. Tyler, Tyler for being the sound guy. Yeah. Word up. Let's hear a couple of songs by them, the Bully Song and the Clearwater Benders theme song. So this song is out to people that put you down for looking at acting different. This one's called Bully. One, two, three, four.
Thanks for tuning in to the Unique Far Out Hour. Hope you enjoyed our first episode. Tune in next time for our episode about the local Portland music scene. The views and opinions on this podcast do not represent the views or opinions of Creative Trails or its affiliates. Any misuse of this content without the written consent of the Unique Far Out Hour is prohibited.